Live on SENSA, welcome to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. South Australia's biggest Dakin dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Welcome to Red Legs Radio, Red and Blue Army, and what a treat it is to be coming to you after a win, and a memorable win at that. I am joined by a full house today. Mm-hmm. We've got a full contingent. We'll, we've actually got more than usual yep. in the studio. We'll get into that in a moment. We've got a half a footy team in here. We have, haven't we, we Richard do. Kelly? Welcome to you. Good Thank to you. have you back, mate. Nice to be back. Been you, away for a couple of weeks. You have. You've been in the snow, Europe, Antarctica. I have not been to Europe. <laughs> Wodonga. <laughs> Wodonga. Al- Albury, Wodonga. Yes. Oof. Watch yeah. the under-12 girls SA team. Right. Yeah. So. Well, it was good. And welcome to you, Josh Teagle and Adrian Davies. Thank you very much, Davis. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for uh, coming back and joining me for another show. Uh, Richard, we will get into uh, your travels in a moment. But whilst we, were, whilst we didn't have Richard on the show, we were able to talk about Max a little bit. And uh, Jim. Jim. And, and Jim. Yep. Yep. Sorry. We'll get, we'll, we'll get that right straight off the bat. Um, but welcome, everyone. We've got a big show today. And um, as I said at the start, uh, always great to be coming to you after a win. Josh, yep. what a memorable day we had out there on the at the parade it was, on the weekend. It was uh, one that um, many will not forget for a, a very long time. Um, very special scenes as um, both Norwood and um, South Adelaide lined up very respectfully before the, the bounce of the Sandful game we had the, the league the reserves um we had um board members and umpires and um staff from both clubs out there obviously in tribute to Nick Loudon um this happened across the 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 whole SANFL league on the weekend um uh, following the tragic passing of Nick which is so sad um but the way it was handled by the league um and our our club I think has been terrific and, um, yeah, the way that he was remembered pre-game um, was very special. Well, very touching. I mean, we, we've obviously covered a lot about Nick's passing in the last couple of weeks. But, you know, the, the, to be part of that was very, very memorable, yep. very touching. Great from South Adelaide Football Club to, you know, to, to be part of it and, and, and really support our football club in yep. trying times. And then for the whole league, every ground, every club to pay tribute to Nick was just very special. Yeah. And um and I, I also played um, footy on Saturday morning and every I believe every club across the across the Adelaide League also wore black armbands wow. as well so it is uh, touched th- throughout the whole of, of South Australian footy. That's right. And then the players had to regroup yep. and uh, and get on with the job and uh, I'm just so wrapped for them to get away with a win. I mean we just held on. Oh yes. But the football we played was fantastic, especially yep. in that second quarter where we. <sighs> Got a sight of oh what gosh. we've been missing all yeah. all year in in big Jackson Callow yeah. clunking them up forward, and we yeah. went on to have a a fantastic two point win, twelve eleven eighty three to South Adelaide twelve nine eighty one, and I was biting my fingernails oh. at the end, Josh. Yeah, there's no fingernails left, Flem. That is for sure. Um, we played some outstanding footy in that in that second term. Got up by thirty five points at half time. Um, fell asleep a bit in that third quarter, but then when Rokar and when Callow kicked two goals early in the last quarter, we went up by 39 points and it was, it was really, it was fantastic scenes. The boys got around each other. Um, I thought the game was won, Flem, at this point, um, we all did. when Jacko kicked his fourth goal. Um, but then South went like they did earlier in the year, um, down at Norlunga, they came absolutely charging home, kicked the last four goals of the game, 
got it back to one point and uh, we were just the definition of holding on. Um, yeah, so... As uh, Twig said in his in his post match press conference, the boys um, I, I don't know whether it was the emotion that got the better of them, and, and understandably, um, but it was we, we couldn't do much in that last fifteen minutes, and and South were incredible and nearly pinched the game, and I think we were lucky the siren blew when it did. You're yeah. right. It was very similar to the game down at Norlunga yeah. back in back in June, where we were up by six goals, I think, yeah. at three quarter time down there as well. Yeah, and, and they came back. So whether they changed their game style. Yeah. Um, just let it all sort of open up a little bit more, mm. which obviously sort of suited them. Um, you know, the fatigue that probably our players were experiencing as well with yep. what had happened during the week or it have some sort of effect. But, you know, clearly we had a lot to play for. We got there in the end, which was which was excellent. And getting back to that second quarter, having Jackson Callow back, the scoring power, six goals in that second, that second quarter. Um, I think, you know, 12 goals is, again, probably the... The high score that, that we've, we've was our highest score goal. of the year. So, yeah. um, and that's with a quarter where we didn't play well. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I I was actually uh, with uh, Jackson's dad, uh, Scotty <laughs> Callow. Uh, we followed Jackson from end to end. I've ne- I have never <laughs> done like, that. You like in the cheer squad or something? Well, or like, you know, well, the old we days started or? up at yeah the northern <laughs> end, um, and obviously he was wrapped to see his son out there. I mean, we know he'd played a couple of games, uh, but his ankle wasn't right yeah. earlier in the year. And then uh, his first game back, uh, last game, he well, let's just say he was better for the run. Yeah. And then he came out and showed what he could do. Well, now I was following him, and then when in that second quarter I was on Cooper's Hill yeah. with Scotty Callow and. We may have had a couple of Coopers by then, but I said to him, I said, he'll go and kick five this quarter. And he said, nah, nah, he won't. And then bang, 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 yeah. bang. Could have kicked five. And it was just an amazing uh, experience for me to be next to his dad on Coopers Hill. And it was just a great atmosphere. Yeah. And, you know, you saw Connor McLean and, and others around him lift. And Connor's been good. You know, yeah. he's kicked his own bags this year. But I just felt that he was that last piece of our forward yeah, line that support. we needed. Yeah, yeah, more support. Exactly. Yep. Stretch their big defenders. Yep. Yep. Um, and suddenly we look big, strong, powerful. Sermon gets down there. Connor's there. Jackson Callow's there. Yep. You know, Panos goes down. Suddenly Our we're mid start big, kicking goals as well. Yeah, and we're a big, strong forward yep. line. Everyone lifts. And we saw that, right? Yep. Um, but look, Josh, I'll let you run through you know, some of the other players because I thought across the board yep. uh, we had some great performances. Yeah, absolutely. I will start with, with Jacko before we get on to some other performances. He had 20 disposals for the day. Shows what a, a massive um, contributor he is to our team. Kicked four goals, two, three in that third term where he also had eight disposals. They were his first goals for the year mm. as well. So he kicked four on the weekend. Shows what we have been, have been missing. Some other performances, I thought Tom Graham in the last couple of weeks since he has come into the league team, he only had four disposals on the weekend, but he's not out there to get um, massive bags of touches. Um, he he takes a you know one of their forwards and and is has been really solid and and really important since he came into the lineup. Tom Donnelly pushed up onto the wing. I don't know whether he's done that too many times before, but he he was he was he's good. Another strong uh, body around the ball again. Um, Cameron Ball he came back into the lineup. Good to see him back as well. Um, he. he he somehow snuck forward and kicked a goal, Flem. Um, and, and it was an important goal in that third quarter. I think it was our only goal of the quarter. That's what you've just said with, with Jacko taking the focus. Yeah. You have these yeah. mids and, and defenders. Yeah. Like, Donner's had three shots of goal yeah. From, yeah. from a wing. Well, yeah. you know, all good back men really are closet forwards, <laughs> yeah. I can tell you. But and, uh, and it was good to see that. That's well, right. If, and they if they don't make it forward, they go back. Well, is, that, that's, is that right? Or? That, that's true, Richard. Yeah. Hang on, you've got a defender on. in the room here. Move, moving on. Offensive. Yeah. So Cameron, exactly, AD. So Cameron Ball's goal, we needed that desperately. We had not 
kicked the goal in the third term. South were coming really hard, and I think it was Nunny that just spotted uh, Cameron out the corner of his eye in a paddock of space in the four line. It's because three people were on Jackson, and the other two forwards were focused on Connor or, or whoever other dangerous forward was up there. Mm. Went back and very importantly slotted the goal from, I think, 40 metres out. Um, massive... Great run, great vision, um, and that was a real steadier in that third quarter and, and massive for the game. Just a shout-out to another player, Jack Hurd. He, look, he's yeah. been pretty solid all year. Yeah. Young, athletic, great defender. AD, you, you do a bit of work in the AFL space. Um, you know, the draft pool out of SA this year is not going to be great. Um, clubs might look at some you know more mature-age players like Jack. He's had a great year, so... Potentially. Well, players like Jack, um, mm. that height is is mm. kind of where everyone's getting injured at the moment in around the clubs. Like, look, the Crows have had two of their key defenders go down with ACLs, and mm. you you don't necessarily want to be rebuilding and filling those gaps with an eighteen year old. You want yeah. you want someone that's going to be able to, to come so, straight mm. in. Uh, Port, he, he would hold himself. Port and the Crows could do one. with a, a key defender. Obviously, you know, Port had their troubles this mm. year as well. So, um, Look, we'd love to keep him, but you never know. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He's been outstanding. He had another 20 disposals on the weekend and, and was absolutely massive for us. Pierce Seymour's been excellent this year as well since he come back from his, uh, I think it was an ankle injury. Um, just another ankle injury at the club, AD. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's been a, a fair few uh, ankle injuries. But as um, I get, you, you, you'd all feel the same, but as supporters, when the ball's in Pierce's hands, you just feel a little bit more uh, reassured, yeah. don't you? Yeah, That's he right. definitely uses it well. Got a beautiful leg. Um, so, look, we'll talk about you know, the next game coming up. Um, and we've been sort of talking in here a little bit about, well, probably four or five weeks ago, we were still a finals chance, right? Because um, it has been reasonably close you know, all year between sort of the middle pack. And if you look at the last eight rounds, we're actually five and three, mm. right? So um, Glenelg and Sturt are, you know, clearly ahead of the game at the moment. Mm. They've won seven, lost one. Um, but we're around the mark with five and three. So a couple of close losses, if we turn them into close, I know it's a, it's oh, a yeah, what I if, um, you know, we, we still could have done some damage yeah. in, in the finals. But um, it's something again to look forward to next year where we've, being able to get some consistency in that back half that hopefully we can take into pre-season yeah, and next year. Definitely. So we, we're 5-11 we're and 11 at the moment and, and three games off North Adelaide, who is in fifth spot. And you just look at a few of these games that we let slip, like West Adelaide over on the EP, um, uh, Central's up there, which which we had a, a shot after the siren to, to draw it, uh, Port Adelaide at Alberton. Uh, these games we just we just let slip. So, you know, if you're... If you, Cling on to a few of them, mm. you know, you got eight wins and you're right in the hunt for finals. Eagles was a close loss too, wasn't it? Um, it? Yeah, Good second time round, yeah, second it was. Time round. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's so four, four within a few points, really. That's right. And Twig said post match this year, you know, we, we weren't quite ready to start this season with, it, with the amount of injuries and surgeries that happened after the grand final and boys really hanging on in that grand final um, and, and the premiership, which we all remember, but it comes at a cost at times. Whereas um, the, the boys, there's a few boys that have the old end of season clean outs and they've actually said, well, we're a month ahead of where we were if we did it last, time last year. year. Yeah. 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 Look, I mean, we've <laughs> fought us in Pacella, strength yeah. and adversity. We've had plenty of adversity this year. And uh, I think you make a good point, uh, Dickie, that really what we're playing for now is momentum yep. to finish the year off, take it into next year. 
Um, I've said all year, and I think everyone agrees, our best footy is still a top three side. Yeah, absolutely. Even under yep. the circumstances yep. we've found ourselves in, and yep. we saw that on the weekend. And, hey, uh, we had a debutante, uh, didn't we, Josh? And, we absolutely uh, we're did. We're actually going to catch up with that debutante in a moment. We sure are. Jaden Gale, I think he had nine disposals on the weekend. Um, and I, I've seen him a couple of times since he made his debut. He cannot wipe the smile off his face. Yeah. He is very proud of uh, what he's done. I'm really looking forward to chatting to him after the break. And that's what league footy's all about. Yeah. Like oh, you've got kids you that have it. come through the system at Norwood and then they, and then they make their debut and it's what they've um, strived for for quite a long time. So, yeah. well, done, well done to him. And look, you see him down in the gym during the day doing the extra work, so it's just great to see the uh, reward come for him. And as you mentioned, Josh, we are going to catch up with Jaden after the break. And I think because we've had such a good win, we'll keep talking about the match. And later in the show, we'll cover off the People's Choice Award, Richard, yes, which yes, is it's getting to tight. A, there's tight three, there's finish. Three, three still in the in the hunt for that. And uh, we'll obviously uh, review uh, next, uh, this weekend's game. Mm. And, um, you know, we'll also cover off a lot of club news and things that are going on around uh, the footy club at the moment. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem for me and for you. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar, proud sponsor of the Red Legs. Welcome back to the second quarter of Red Legs Radio, Red and Blue Army and team. It's just been a good first quarter because we're up and about and we had a good win. And AD, you mentioned in the uh, break um, how good it was up in the rooms after the game. Just the atmosphere. Obviously, the Matildas were yeah. about to play. We'd had a win. Um, it was just, Richard, it reminded me of the old days in the Red, Le- Red Legs Club. Um, it was fantastic. Well, yeah, wasn't when, it? when I arrived, um, there was most of the South team had gone up and, and, yeah. and had a drink. And um, on a. Uh, Personal selfish note, I, I just was so um, happy at how excited the the room full of mostly men were getting around women's sport. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I can tell yeah. you, <laughs> we've all been right into it. I mean, obviously, uh, last night was a bit disappointing yeah. with that Sam Kerr goal. I mean, if you didn't jump off your couch, you're not Australian. No. Yeah, it was massive. Wasn't <laughs> that was, I reckon, that has to be goal of the tournament. Oh, they were, they're calling yeah. it that. Yeah, yeah. but it, yeah, as, as we were just talking about being upstairs, I, I did mention as well that I was stuck behind Scotty Callow and I couldn't see um, half the penalty <laughs> shootout. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I'll, I've learnt my lesson for next time. <laughs> yeah, the the gentle it, giant Scotty. It gave Callow. me chills up there, like mm. goosebumps when yeah. like when Sam Kerr came up on the screen and everyone's going crazy and yeah. um, we we had a few um, shots at goal and the the place just erupted. That's yeah. what following a national t- national team does. Yeah. You know? Well, we all had smiles on our face, but there was one bigger oh, than most. absolutely. <laughs> there was this Cheshire cat getting around the rooms <laughs> because he'd just oh. made his debut. And we want to welcome our latest Norwood League footballer to Red Legs Radio. Are you there, Jaden? Yeah, we got you there, Flemo. Good to have you on the show, mate. Uh, what a great... Yep, what a great experience for you. I mean... We, uh, we all know you just loved it. You've been working very, very hard. You finally got your senior debut. It was a memorable day, a great win, and you're, you were a great contributor. Congratulations. How did it feel? Uh, no, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, dream come true. Uh, what a probably best sum it up. Um, yeah, a lot of hard work. Uh, moving over from their peninsula, uh, that sort of stuff. So um, for it to all come true with mum, dad, grandparents, I was really amazing. So with your debut Jaden, like, uh, you're obviously very excited. You're probably used to getting to the ground early for a reserves game. Like, how early did you actually get to the ground for this one? 
<laughs> uh, I actually had to coach a year three football team before, so oh. I was at that. And <laughs> got a bit of uni done as well, so oh, wow. sort of the start Jeez. of the twos to support them. Day. And then, yeah. Just took your mind off it. That was good. Um, Times have changed, yeah. Richard. I used to set the alarm clock for about 11, <laughs> get up our five week fix, and off I went. And what about, what about Jaden, your first touch? Like, just tell us, just, just walk us through that. Was it a handball? Was it a kick? Who, who played a part uh, in it? Tell us about your first touch in league footy. Um, yeah, so my first touch was actually a kick from Nick Roker, which ended up going straight to the mitts and ended up <laughs> not resulting to anything. So, um, but yeah, then after the thing, I got a little kick. So, um, but yeah, not the best first touch of the ball, but nah, it is what it is. <laughs> that's right. You're an EP boy, uh, Jaden Cummins, Kapini Cougars. That's very exciting. And you had, um, uh, Ben Jarvis and Cam Tahini present your jumper in the rooms, um, that must have been a nice moment. Uh, also, boys from the EP. Absolutely. You sort of grow up and seeing those boys get drafted to Geelong. Um, and then, yeah, being able to have them present my Guernsey as well as being good mates as well. So they sort of supported me in moving over and making it very easy. So it was awesome to get my Guernsey from them. Yeah, they had some great words. My, my favourite part of it was uh, Cam Tahini had a bit of a crack at your number 62. Um, <laughs> so it was a very heavy jumper to, to lug around on game day. Were you happy with that, mate? Oh, I actually love the 62, and I don't think I want to move from it. So I'll take what I get. A bit rich coming from number one, isn't it? Did you say you love the 62? Yeah. I do love the 62. He's staying in it. I'm glad glad there wasn't a fraudulent or whatever they call it slip then. No, that's good. Um, Talk us about... to us about your uh, trip to Norwood, mate. Started um, Cummins, Kapini, Cougars, as I mentioned. Um, talk us through your, your journey to Norwood. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, sort of that under-15 Air Peninsula side. Um, got selected for that, luckily. Um, and then, yeah, played footy over there. Came over for the weekend. Uh, Under-16s began flying in as a player uh, for a couple games. Uh, then under-17s made the move over to Ross Trevor College, where I uh, played school and um, Norwood, and then under 18s, I was lucky enough to be captain, and then yeah, reserves up until for the last two years. So that's sort of been the, my journey there. Gailey, where along the line uh, did the Jaden Gale fan page on Instagram get created? Was that a uh, from the EP <laughs> oh, that, or a local? Yeah, that was an EP one by one of my mates. So um, yeah, he sort of made that. I made one for him and. <laughs> Um, it sort of went off from there. <laughs> but I've just done yeah, some digging it on it. Up every now and again. Yeah, d- done some digging, and they haven't actually done anything for your debut. So we might need to. We'll, Josh will get them. <laughs> yeah, give me the logins, and I'll um, I'll we'll, keep we'll updating over, it. We'll take over. We'll take over. I think he's a... actually forgotten the password. We <laughs> <laughs> have to re- we'll start a new one. Not much of a fan. Club. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jaden, just getting back to yeah. the, just getting back to the game. Clearly, a, a, a great win in the end by the team. Um, being part of that you know, sort of first half of footy, Jackson Callow on fire, um, sort of how did that feel? And also, where who were you standing next to? Hopefully you went on the bench. Uh, when the siren actually went, and what was the jubil- jubilation like? Um, yeah, well, I actually was on the bench when the siren went. Um, <laughs> Bad rotation. It was good. Yeah, I was with um, Luke Sermon and Mitch Carroll, and just giving them a big hug and yep. seeing Twig and um, that sort of thing. It was just so emotional. It was yeah, jovial. Um, but while when yeah, when we were going flying in that second quarter, Jackson was Callow was clunking them um, and <laughs> kicking them from anywhere. It was pretty electric being out there. So sort of what just wanted to keep keep being on the field and keep running because 
knew the ball was going to do good things. So, um, yeah. Jaden, what was the biggest sort of um, difference you noticed between resis and, and coming up? Um, big one was probably the, uh, you just like, you got half a second less. You've got that just time to actually dispose in resis. You can sort of take a bit more of a step and then kick as opposed to it's like, bang, you just got to go quickly. Mm. Um, but yeah, bigger bodies as well. Reserves is, yeah, a bit more of that um, faster sort of players is a, a leg big bodies you just got to push off a little harder and do that sort of thing so um yeah no that's that's good mate uh, you've spent a lot of time in, in the reserves over the last couple of years obviously made your debut on the weekend um the reserves finals are still alive um must have been must be fun you know playing in that in that team you know when when september is still an option as well 100 percent. um yeah everyone wants to play at september that's the whole reason everyone plays footy so um yeah, that's sort of really exciting to sort of let, let's keep trying to move on. Like, finals still potential. We've got to win every game, but um, I think we'll give it a red-hot crack starting this week at Westies. Josh, he's, the band's just made his league debut, and you're talking yeah, about getting back into the reserves. <laughs> no, don't no, moz no. him. I'm not mozzing him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the reserves. They've got, no. to win, they've got to win all their games, and I'm right on them. Yeah, no. Well, look, Jaden, mate, it's been... Uh, it, I've, I've watched you come into this club and uh, like others and you've been doing extra work. We see you down the gym a lot, you know, throughout the day, come across from the EP. You've really, um, you know, gone and followed your dream and you were rewarded on the weekend. And, and con- congratulations, mate. Uh, we couldn't be happier for you. No, thank you all. It was a lot of fun and, yeah, hopefully many more to come. Yeah, absolutely. Well done, Joe. Thanks for joining Red Legs Radio, mate. Thank you. Don't you love it when you see a kid who's worked hard all year? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, especially moving home, you know, moving, you know, 600 kilometres mm. from home, and then he gets rewarded. Goes out there, plays with passion, plays with spirit. Yeah. And then you can't wipe the smile off his face after. And even better to debut at Norwood Oval. Yeah, exactly. Cooper Stadium as well. With yeah. a win. With a win. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, look, we love it. We love it when we see uh, kids at our football club rewarded and those pathways from the EP, you know, as Jaden mentioned and we've mentioned many times, is really working well for us. I think we've got a dozen in the program at the moment from the EP. So we love that zone and that region and uh, we couldn't be happier for Jaden. Now, Richard, we've run out of time. We're going to have a break, but uh, we'll come back after the break and I think you can give us a wrap on the People's Choice Award. Yep, still uh, very close. Very close. And we'll uh, chat a little bit about what's going on around the club. And I'm going to introduce a couple of guests oh. that have snuck into the studio. A couple of work experienced <laughs> kids that have found their way in here. And uh, I'm looking at them now and they've just both gone pale. <laughs> but uh, we'll introduce them after the, the, after the break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Peak USA, supporting and empowering South Australians living with spinal cord injury and other disabilities since 1963. Welcome back to Red Legs Radio, Red and Blue Army and gang. It's always great talking to a debutante, isn't it? And Jaden was a ripper. Um, he's just still smiling. I saw him around the club the other day and just can't get the smile mm-hmm. off his face, which I love. Now, AD, before we get into the, the, uh, the segment and we're going to cover off people's choice, choice and we're going to talk about uh, a few other club events coming up, you have a preliminary final this week, don't yes. you? Yes, uh, a lot of the girls drop back to play local footy. So we've got our Div 1 uh, prelim against Broadview. Mm-hmm. So would love a so uh, Paynham Nord. Paynham Pain versus Broadview, yes. At Paynham or at Broadview. Broadview. Yep. So the ledger this year we we've won one, they've won one. We beat them by 
40 odd points and we only narrowly lost to them the second time. So we're, we're pretty confident. Um, hopefully uh, rain stays away and we can just have that week off. Any, good, any good special instructions from the great coach Gary McIntosh? Yeah, he, he gave us a, a bit of a don't take it for granted and, and you know, be the, a, bit, a lot of uh, about being the best teammate you can be, being doing what you can for the people, putting, putting your body on the line. Loves it. No, I don't think that message <laughs> has changed in 30 years no. from Macca. Uh, put, put your body on the line. And then he told us he's actually, he wrote a song back in the day. Um, oh, did he? When, when he was, uh, he was he's playing. He's wrote for a couple. Uh, Macca's actually wrote a couple of songs. When he was playing for the unregistered dogs. Might have been. Remember the so, yeah, players band? Yep. So uh, he said if, if we win, we might get to hear the songs, which he's is an incentive get, enough. He's actually, he's actually quite talented, especially <laughs> after a few Coopers. Now, uh, well, good luck, AD. Let's Thank hope you. you can add another trophy to that uh, trophy cabinet because you've been adding a few this year. Um, now, Josh, before yes. we get to Richard and the People's Choice, and he's going to do a little bit of a junior development update, uh, let's just uh, cover off the resis because yes. I want to spend a little bit more time on on that that uh, team because they are a chance for the finals. Yes, hopefully we can chat to their coach Michael Knoll next week. He wasn't available today, um, so they are they, they beat South by twenty six points on the weekend. Um, Henry Nelligan, familiar name, had twenty seven disposals and was outstanding. Yeah. We, um, South were really physical against us, actually, um, and it was an absolute scrap for most of the game, and then we kicked, I think, the last five goals of the contest to run away with it, which was really fantastic to see, because our season is well and truly on the line um, in the last couple of weeks of the year. Um, we are sixth place, um, six wins, ten losses, and we can only knock out Woodville West Torrens, who are in fifth, which is... Um, Exciting, actually, because uh, season is on the line. Well, that's right. I mean, to have any team at any level playing in September is fantastic. And yeah. all the best to our, our players and those that are eligible for the reserves. Go yeah. and get the next two wins. Absolutely. So, the results go our way. Yeah, we've got, to beat, uh, we've got to beat Westies and Centrals in the last couple. Uh, Woodville, it's going to be close. They've got the top of the table, Glenelg, this week um, and finish with West Adelaide. So it's going to be... Very, very game. tight. Well, talking about close, uh, the People's <laughs> Choice Award, uh, Richard, uh, why don't you talk about that? Because that's coming down to the uh, last game, I would have thought. It is very close. Uh, and again, thanks to the People's Choice um, Credit Union for putting up $500 as, as the prize. Tom Donnelly is the current holder of the People's wow. Choice Award from 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's currently sitting in second place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's really only three. I've heard, I've heard AD's not happy about that either. Oh, no. I'm all right with it. But, uh, yeah, the other night at the club. Boys... No, I said Tom's not happy with no, it. No, Tom's not. Sorry. Yeah, Tom's not happy about it. <laughs> oh, but no, you're right. You don't I'm care. Fine. The other night um, the boys said, Don, as you, you know, get home early, you've got a People's Choice Award to win. <laughs> well, it's a race between three. Harry Boyd's currently leading, mm-hmm. 10 votes ahead. Well, basically one best on ground ahead mm-hmm. of Tom Donnelly, followed by Nick Rokar. So with two games left, uh, it's Usually quite sussing. tight. So if Harry continues on his – I mean, he's, Harry's always performed well. Yeah. I mean, he's going to win it. Um, but you never know. Um, you know, this week against South, we had, you know, Jack Hurd, Matty Panos, Jackson Callow, uh, Tommy Graham, and, and Nick Rokar as our top five. So no Boyd in there, no Donnelly in that five. Mm. Um, so, again, it just depends. We get the five best players from the coach and we put it out there to the people uh, and they vote from Good there. Job. So, um, look, Harry Boyd's in, in the lead and see what happens. Yeah, look, I think it's important to note uh, that a whole award and program, uh, 
beautifully backed by people's choice. It's about giving the people the choice, right? Mm. And so that doesn't mean they're all experts. Thank not, you. not the Thanks, open Flem. choice like that last year where all Tom Donnelly's all, family and friends are No, sorry. Yeah. To be fair, a few yeah. weeks ago, someone out there in Facebook land has worked out you can add another option. So there's oh. the five that the club's put up and someone's put Tom Donnelly in as an option. Hey, hey, Josh, we've been away all of our That's secrets. null and void, that one. Yeah, that one was not in. <laughs> we've been hacked. I oh, know. Gee. Oh, well. <laughs> well, uh, look, uh, good luck to those. It's still a, still a chance to win that award. Now, uh, we've got a fair bit of other stuff going on around the club. Um, we've got a EP or yep. Air Peninsula round coming up for our last home yes. game. And not only is it the Air Peninsula round, it is the Fortis round where we encourage our supporters to get out on the ground and do the Guard of Honour yep. uh, for the players to you know, uh, say thanks for the year at, at our last home game. And but, Remembrance round as and well. Rem- and, the, and that's right, Remembrance round. And uh, obviously it's a significant one this yep. year, but um, you know where we've encouraged all our supporters to... You know, pass on the details of loved ones that have passed on. We, we look at anyone associated with the club, volunteers, staff, otherwise, that have passed on and we pay tribute to them. So it's a big round, but the EP round itself is a fantastic celebration of the Air Peninsula, as I mentioned earlier, our zone. And uh, if you're booking into the pre-match function, mm-hmm. and it's a, there's 160 tickets, I think there's only about 40 left, so yeah. be quick. Um, you will be treated to fresh produce from the EP. Now, Richard, we're talking well, lamb. King and King George Whiting. King George Whiting. Oysters. Crayfish. Can you, can you actually, scallops. Can you actually have it all or yeah. do you have to choose? Well, it's going to be four courses, so brought oh, out over oh four my courses. Goodness. And even, and I didn't actually finish, abalone. Um, so the list goes on and, uh, the main course will be put out onto the tables. It's a new format, long lunch. So long tables, you can help yourself to both the lamb and the whiting. Mm. So you can make an absolute guts of yourself. Mm. And of course, uh, beautiful Cooper's and Barossa boy is wine it, to go it, with that. Is it Cooper's beer battered whiting or? <laughs> no, no, we haven't got that, uh, <laughs> far ahead of ourselves. Uh, but what I can tell you is all that beautiful produce is being prepared by Fagazzi Chefs. So wow. you know Fagazzi Restaurant, about 100 metres from here in Lee Street, I think, mm. yeah. one of Adelaide's premium restaurants. We've got two of their master chefs coming in to prepare all that food. And they will come out and they'll talk about how they've prepared and why they've prepared it that way and the wines that we're pairing with it. Of course, I've mentioned Barossa Boy, Peter Tickle Wines, because yes. they're our partner on the EP yeah. and... Um, It'll be a selection of uh, Peter Tickle wines and Barossa Boy so wines. Like a nice Sauvignon Blanc with the King George, or a nice Shiraz. Like, with it'll a, be nicely with paired a, with the with the with the lamb. I'll I get you like, out to do I it. I just love the way you said that Sauvignon yeah. Blanc. Jeez, that's a, I couldn't <laughs> give it that much. No, nope. steer clear of that. I'm not going there. Flam, that is all up in the Nord Function Room, which is a yep. sensational place to watch the footy as well. So you'll have a beautiful view up there oh, as well as a great feed. Yeah. So we encourage everyone if you want to book into the lunch, do that. Other Otherwise, just get down to the ground yeah. for the last home game. Against the Crows. Because we're extending the EP experience out to the supporters. There'll be uh, random oysters offered and other Ooh. stuff going on. Of course, we'll Roaming celebra- oysters. Roaming oysters. Roaming oysters. We'll celebrate the uh, EP clubs and the leagues, of course, who feed our club with so many great players. So it'll be all things EP. And uh, it'll be a great last home game for the season. So get down there. Now, I also want to mention at the moment we've got our club lottery, our major lottery in the market, and mm-hmm. books are in the mail for those that are waiting on books to sell. But you can go to our club website 
Just type lottery2023 after our uh, website uh, address and you'll find our lottery page and all the information you need is there. You can buy tickets online for the first time, Dickie. So we've tried to make it very easy. And uh, already I'm seeing the numbers, you know, supporters are getting right behind mm. that. Now $5, that $5 a five ticket. $5 bucks, and then you can buy as many as you want from there. The website's and very easy to use, Lenny. It it's is. been beautifully constructed. It's been beautifully constructed. Thank you, Josh. Mm. Um, Paradise, now, Paradise Motors Paradise Mazda. Mo- Paradise Mazda. Yeah, yep. they've dropped the motors. Just Paradise Mazda, Mazda, of course, have donated a Mazda 2 pure automatic as the first prize valued at over $26,000. Yeah. A sing out to them, Jeff and Ben Neal, great supporters of our club. And of course, second prize is from the Home of Fire Norwood, and that's a beautiful pizza oven valued at oh. around 5000 bucks that you can put in the... <laughs> can you get any food from the Air Peninsula to put in the pizza well, oven? Well, of course, or? mate. Yeah. Well, we've got all the contacts, don't worry. <laughs> now, you can put that pizza oven in your person cave, Richard, just being politically correct. Um, and third prize is a sealy exquisite mattress, queen mattress, like three and a half thousand dollars. Yeah, I was mattress. keen on that one. I didn't oh, look, I had to go and test these things out before I allowed them in the raffle and I fell asleep on that Don't mattress. Don't you have it in your office so you can just have a kip during the day? Or? Well, I might have done a contra deal on a second one, yes. But uh, So thanks to Sealy and Simon Lee now out there at Harvey Norman, Jeps Cross Superstore, who have provided third prize. But there's 15 prizes all up. Go to the website. If you can't find that page, just search 2023 Lottery. It'll all come up. And get behind the club and support the club. It is our major fundraiser for the year. So we rely on as much support as we can. Now, we're going to go to a break. Okay. And Mm -hmm. after that break, I'm going to have a little chat to our guests who have snuck into the studio. And that would be Solomon Minima. Did I get that right? I think we'll get Solomon to have another crack at that last name when he comes on. From Hectorville Football Club and Martina Pike, no relation from Tea Tree Gully Football Club. Welcome, guys, and we're going to throw you under the bus after the break. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the for me and for you. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar, proud sponsor of the Red Legs. Welcome back to the last quarter of Red Legs Radio, Red and Blue Army. Now, Joshy, yes. let's get straight into the preview because I usually bugger up the timings and we run out of time. Yep. So let's get straight into it. Yep. And uh, Richard, you can cover off a little bit about the upcoming games for the juniors as well. Yes, so we have got West Adelaide um, at Richmond Oval this Saturday. I think a normal 2-10 game. So head along there and watch uh, Norwood take on the Bloods. Um, I think in theory we should win this game, boys. They are on the bottom of the ladder. They've won three games for the year. But you do have to be wary when uh, you're taking on the bottom side, as we have been all year. Well, their form is uh, they've only won one game of their last eight. Right. And, you know, we're in the situation where, you know, finals is is, is out of our reach. Um, But you've got to go in with a a strong mindset uh, that we we expect to win this game and we should win this game. That's what we're well, going to, that's re- what we're going to do. I might remind everyone that they knocked us off in the last round last year at West Adelaide, and we were a top three side at that point. Yes, well, they are. They're dangerous. They always fight really hard, West Adelaide. Um, they they beat us in round six. Um, that was our game over in Port, Port Lincoln. Lincoln. So they beat us eight fourteen sixty two to eleven eight seventy four, and that was another game, Flem, where I had written my match report <laughs> already. 
and then we let it slip you, and I had to do a rewrite. You put the mockers on it. <laughs> now, no, I was desperate for a win at that point, Flem. Oh, Round six right. and we hadn't got the job done yet. Ins and outs yet? Ins and outs. Um, so this is another extended squad. Um, so Bain and Lowe's back in. He is very important for us. Um, been injured the last few weeks. Uh, Finn Hurd is also another um, in along with Alex Van Wick and Taj Nichols. Those three are on an extended bench, so we'll see where we end up. But um, Rick was in here last week, our footy manager, singing the praises of Alex Van Wick. has worked really hard over the last um, five or six weeks. He's averaged about 30 hit-outs a game, and he is a man-mountain, this uh, this young fella. And uh, if they, him and um, Finn... Do make a debut this week. Um, we know that they are going to compete extremely hard. Well, but. you know, I'd love to see them both go in. Of course, I don't want to see anyone go out either. So it's that's, that's the conundrum. But good luck to those yep. boys if they get their chance. Now, Richard, quick uh, overview of the juniors before we move on to our work experience uh, guests in the studio. Last round of the year for the juniors. Unfortunately, both teams won't make finals. Um, so it's been a little bit tough. They play Westies as well at Norwood yep. Oval starting at 11 o'clock on, on Saturday. Interesting, some interesting stats with the under 16s, especially. Um, yeah, they win win this week. Uh, that'll be sort of six wins for the year. Um, when they've got a full strength team, they actually compete with anyone. They've beaten Centrals who are second. They've beaten Westies who are third. Yeah, there's a few college kids coming back into the team this week, which will strengthen them. Um, they've played something like nearly 80 players this year. Yeah. Um, so from an exposure point of view, it's excellent for the club. Um, but, you know, when you do play 80 players, um, sometimes your strength is, is sort of not there. So uh, I'd, I'd actually expect the under-16s to win this week, and even the 18s have got a few players back as well. So good luck to those guys for the last game of the year. Yeah, certainly. Before we throw to our, um, our, our young fellas in the studio, we're doing a bit of a headphone swap to my left, which is exciting. Um, We've already kicked AD out. AD's out. Um, Thanks, AD. So welcoming. Um, you can do that, Flem, in a, in a minute. But... Just want to finish off um, the match reviews. Like it's a it's a great opportunity in the last couple of rounds to get a couple wins on the board. And I think we'll be going for three in a row this week. Um, and if we manage to beat um, West Adelaide and the Crows in the last couple rounds, we can move up to as high as sixth on the ladder, which would be enormous um, considering the way our season started. Um, but we might be able to catch Centrals in um, in sixth spot, who have seven wins. We have five. Um, if we if we win, we could go up to um, seventh spot this week potentially. So it is all ahead of us, Flem, and I think finishing off the season with a few wins is very important. Well, that's what it's all about, Josh. And you know what else it's all about? What Flem giving young up and coming talent an opportunity on the oh, footy field, yes. but also off the footy yes. field. And this week at our footy club, we've been joined by a couple of uh, wonderful young. Uh, uh, kids that are coming through the system at uh, Tea Tree Gully Football Club and Hectorville Football Club. So I just want to welcome Solomon Minima. I got that right. Much better this time. Thank you. From uh, the Hectorville Football Club. Welcome, Solomon. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Solomon, there's a microphone right in front of you, mate. So uh, let's <laughs> you do You might that need again. to do that. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> Solomon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> That's the way. And I also want to welcome Martine Pike from the uh, Tea Tree Gully Football Club. Welcome, Martine. Hello. Thank you. Now, we might start with you, Martine. So uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, I've mentioned you're from the Tea Tree Gully Football Club, but you're doing work experience at Norwood Football Club this week from Cedar College. Yes. Um, at Cedar College, we get um, opportunities to come try different places for work experience. So we chose Norwood Football Club this term. 
Fantastic. Now, when you came into the studio, you had an Nord jacket on. You've taken it off, and now I'm staring at a crow's polo. <laughs> Okay, that's not your best start for Red Legs Radio, (laughs) but we'll let that go through to the keeper. And uh, now, Solomon, you're at the Hectorville Football Club, the Heckies, the the Hounds, no? Yes, that's right. So uh, you're also at Cedar College. Yeah, same. We're in the same class. So your first day at work experience, uh, within an hour, you put on a radio show. I bet you didn't expect that. No, not at all. (laughs) <laughs> no, there you go. So what sort of things are we going to have you doing? I know you're part of the football program and Rick Shrouder down would be uh, looking after you, but what sort of things do you think we'll have you doing around Norwood? I've done a bit of data entry to start oh, off really? each, which is always good. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. I think we'll uh, have a lot more of that for you because <laughs> it's, it's, ne- it's never done the old data I'll, entry. I'll say, Flem, just uh, Solomon had a very important job on the way here. Okay, what was that? He had to carry the Premiership Cup down the stairs into the back of my car. We were fantastic. dropping it back to the Sandful. Oh, there you go. So, so you got your hands on the cup. Massive, yeah. massive role early on in his first hour. That is a massive <laughs> role. And hopefully one day you get to lift that up for real. Maybe. Um, you'd have to have a haircut before then, all right? Yeah. No, it's magnificent. Solomon's that, got a magnificent uh, covering <laughs> on the uh, old uh, scalp there, and Richard and I are looking on with envy. Uh, but uh, Now, Martine, uh, what about yourself? You've... Tea Tree Gully, we've mentioned. Uh, you grew up in Adelaide and um, always played at Tea Tree Gully? Yeah, um, I was in the first team, the girls' team, in 2017. So I played at Tea Tree Gully um, my whole life. So it's pretty cool. and, uh, and at one point you, ch- you played with Abby Clavey, mm-hmm. uh, a good uh, past player and friend of ours mm-hmm. of the Norwood Football Club, uh, his daughter. So uh, who was better? Oh, she's great. <laughs> she's really good. I've heard she can go all right. Yeah. There you go. And yourself, Solomon, you always played at Heckey's and grew up in Adelaide? Yeah, I grew up in Adelaide, but I started off at Paynham yep. when I was at Walkerville, and now I'm at Heckey's. Okay. Wow. Good, good. A few pairs of shorts there, Flem. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, we've only got about another 30 seconds, so, Martine, you're on live on radio. Okay, don't miss the opportunity to give a sing out to someone. Could be your family, could be your coach, anyone. Who do you want to say hello to? Uh, my coach, my okay. teaching early coach. He's pretty good. And what's his name? Bill Doyle. Phil Doyle. Good on you, Phil. There you go, Phil. Make sure you buy a lottery ticket, Phil. (laughs) Solomon? Um, Say hello to mum. Hey, mum. What's mum's name? Mum's name's Effie. Effie, okay. And she's your favourite person in the world, isn't she? Yeah. Effie's blushing right now, live on radio. (laughs) Now, well, well done. We love having you kids at the the club and good luck with your football careers. And uh, look, Josh, it's been a big show. It's a massive show, yeah. In fact, it's been a big couple of weeks. Yeah, has been. So uh, to all the listeners out there, just want to sing out to you guys the support you've given our football club over the last two weeks. Uh, hopefully the win on the weekend you know, just gave everyone, uh, you know, lifted their spirits and, and, and reminded everyone, Josh, that we are the Norwood Football Club. Yep. And although it hasn't been the best year for a lot of reasons, we'll come back and we yep. are starting to show that now. One thing that uh, resonated with me uh, in, in Twig's post-game and pre-game, he just wanted to make... Uh, Wanted our boys to make our club proud, and uh, they've done that in spades this week. Absolutely. So thank you to Adrian Davies for joining the show, Richard Kelly. Josh, we are out of time. Thank you to Solomon. Thank you to Martine. You will get a beautifully home-cooked meal tonight, Solomon, uh, from Effie. Do you think we could come over for a meal? Yeah, sure. Ah, beauty. (laughs) Put a couple extra plates on the table, Effie. Look, it's been a big show. Thanks, everyone out there, for listening. And uh, remember, Fortis in Priscilla. The Norwood Football Club will always be okay. And thank you, everyone out there, for your great support in the last few weeks. 
You're listening to Red Legs Radio.